Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Saints and Thugs. Glad to be here. Um, just got in from Atlanta last night, and now we back. Um, we excited. We got a good, really, really good topic, um, a couple, and um, we just excited to be here. Um, we got Patrick with us today. He's going to give us his opinion on some stuff. Good morning. Yes. Afternoon, uh, wherever you are. <laughs> right, wherever you at. <laughs> um, Nay is still on the mic. She's just not on the screen. Yeah, my pregnancy glow is glowing today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm high Jesus. In the rear. Yo, that pregnancy glow is real. Or the lack thereof. Right, definitely. <laughs> um, well, we welcome everybody where we, um, we like to talk about life, love, relationships, um, anything i mean anything you have questions on we like to talk about it we like to give our perspective our wisdom um if we are wrong you can tell us we're wrong um if you have a question um please leave it in the comment section um anything you want to ask just let us know um and we will try to uh, answer it with the best of our ability um so today um is <laughs> today's subject is a very very um touchy it's, one it's important <laughs> it's very very important um but before we get into that you know we, we like to start out with would you rather so would you rather uh -huh. um hot dogs right um wonder bread white bread or a hot dog bun oh hot dog bun white bread which one would you rather? I got a problem because I don't eat hot dogs. Okay, okay. But have you ever eaten a hot dog? No. Okay. That but hamburger. <laughs> okay. Ham the same okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The same thing for hamburger. Hamburger on like white bread or hamburger on a bun. Right. Definitely. Um, today, what would you? What would you? Uh, I'm from the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I'm gonna take it on uh, Wonder Bread for five. Definitely, <laughs> <is> daily double. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was little, um, I didn't even really know that buns existed. Um, what's a bun? Uh, but like, what's a bun? Like, I'm. Um, we got juice? hot dogs. Um, we got the regular bread. That's what we're using. Usually, it's Wonder Bread. Uh, and matter of fact, now when I'm eating like a hot link, yeah. I feel like it tastes better on regular bread. Like if I got a bun, uh, I don't know. You ever toasted the bread though? Yeah, actually, I won't do it. I'm too lazy to do it myself. Yeah. But um, when my mom would make it or something like that, she might toast the bread, or, or my dad would do that. But outside of that, no, never done that. No. Um, second one is peanut butter and jelly. Oh. If y'all like peanut butter and jelly, um, we love peanut butter and jelly. Um, how would you eat it? Do you want the fresh peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like freshly made? Or would you rather be like in a lunch bag for like four hours, like after school, let it marinate mm. and then eat it? Like which one would y'all prefer? Give me that fresh, man. That, you want the fresh? I need that fresh PB. Ooh, Nate, what you got? Listen, I don't want it fresh. I want it in my backpack. I want to have set on Listen. it. The homie set on it. Listen. I've been in there all day. It was hecka hot Listen. on the bus, so the peanut butter a little melting Come and rolling on. over on the side. Right. You can't even tell it got crust on it because the peanut butter and the jelly melting over. Man. Baby, Come talk on. about flavor. <laughs> I'm taking it in the backpack eight hours. With that little peanut First butter off, grease. Um, listen, I'm talking about you like when you pull it out, <laughs> your oil. hands is greasy. Yeah, that as little you pull it's it out as, of it's this. as thin as a piece of paper. Right. Literally. <laughs> like it's it's not even bread no more. It's just an extension of the peanut butter right. and jelly. It's like, all colored. Man, listen, and, and don't y'all don't judge me, but I've come up with my own dessert as uh -oh. well. Uh -oh. So 
Janae well, wait a minute. People, some people are concerned because they like, wait, who's this new co-host and why he don't eat hot dogs? Dang, the is, <laughs> y'all judging already on the first of the month? You know what? Um, We're going to let him answer that. I don't know. Why, why doesn't Um, Without giving too much detail. He rich. No. <laughs> far from it. Uh, I just never, like, when I saw a hot dog, it just did not uh, appeal to me. He, he, he don't eat hot dogs. Like yeah, the, the the visual of a hot yeah no no uh, thank you. I'm done. I'm judging. The visual of Def- a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> he don't like wieners. Yeah. There you go. I'm definitely judging him. Uh, Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. I give you an email address to send all your judgment. Yeah. <laughs> don't care at uh, <laughs> sbcglobal.net. Sbglobal. Listen, it's nothing like a good hot dog. Anytime anybody comes to LA, I try to get them a hot dog from downtown. Uh, my wife be judging me on them hot dogs, but listen, you haven't lived unless you had a bacon-wrapped hot dog from downtown Los Angeles. Like off the little cart on off the, side the cart, of the road. on the corner. You only live once, man. YOLO. <laughs> listen. You, they, you, got a, they got an R rating on the, on the hot dog machine. You don't need no A. It's right. a hot dog, it's all right? <laughs> you don't need that. People have died from eating those hot dogs. That's not true. I've never heard of that. It's like story. state form. I can't take that ride. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Hilarious. So we got hot dogs, uh, PB&J. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm going with the old PB&J sandwich. Anywho. Um, hey, Christina. Hey, Christina. We got our... Other uh, co-producer just walked in the studio, Miss Christina Ford in the right. house, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, clap, 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 clap. Um, Christina, hot dog on a uh, Wonder Bread or on a bun? Come on. And let me tell you, she, Come from, on. she from D.C. It's Come East on. Coast. We don't want no bun. No, first of all, that's not just the East Coast thing. I, she be trying to play us on the West Coast out here. <laughs> West Coast right? people bougie. No, not true. You know what the problem is? <laughs> and let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. The problem is, is most people that move here, they move to the valley. Oh. They don't move to South Central. They don't move to L.A. They're not moving to Inglewood. They right. move to the valley. True. And so that's their experience of L.A. And that is not, I, I need to say correct, that's the record straight, that's not L.A. Very true. That is not L.A. culture. That is a conglomerate of people from other places. <laughs> Thank you very much, including Delaware. So, um, I live in Inglewood uh, by ways of South Central, bro. Like, I live on Crenshaw, okay? I on the Shaw. The valley. I don't even go to the valley. Uh, My car don't go north. Right. Oh, God. We in the valley now. Uh, anywho. <laughs> um, anywho, um, with that said, we also want to um, talk about what happened with um, Nipsey Hussle yeah. um, last night. Man, it's so crazy. Um, when I heard the news, I was actually landing... Um, from Atlanta last night, and I just started, once I turned my phone back on, I just started getting all of these alerts, like, Nipsey Hussle got shot. And I'm like, dang, is he okay? It's almost like when you, you know, how you felt when Tupac, you know, got shot. Mm. It was like, well, is he going to make it? Like, you don't get no updates after right. that. you just kind of praying for him. And immediately I started praying, like, I hope that he's he's okay. I hope he pulls through. Mm. Um, and then the next thing you know, they're like, no, you know, four. I think he got shot six times. Six times, yeah. Um, uh, for you guys who don't know um, who Nipsey Hussle is, Nipsey Hussle is a rap artist. But um, for Urban Living, he represents, he's kind of a, a modern-day Malcolm slash Martin intellectual who is advocating for the youth, for our youth, for our circumstances. And um, he's done a lot of great things in the community in South right. Central. I believe he's a native, and he didn't mm-hmm. allow his success to take him out of the hood, but instead he stayed to better the hood. Right. So losing him, um, I actually had several of my youth call me last night because they were just trying to process their feelings mm-hmm. about losing him. Um, it's a loss because when it's somebody you look up to, you almost think that they'll be there forever. And I could imagine that our grandmothers felt like this when Dr. King was assassinated. Mm-hmm. or Malcolm was assassinated mm-hmm. just a little bit helpless like who's going to speak up for us who gets us who understands us right. um, so it's a sad day in the hood um, it's especially a sad day for Lauren London and our children yeah. I know I love my man I'm a ride or die I'll take a bullet for him so the idea right. that I send him to work and he don't come home baby right. my stomach started hurt and I literally shed a tear for her because um, right. that's terrible like right. you sent your man to work and you think he coming home for dinner um, but instead, um, he's never coming home. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and, and, and considering all that I've lost, who, that's who's lost the most. Yeah. yeah. And so kids lost their father, a wife lost their husband, mm-hmm. um, and definitely a community lost a leader. Yeah. But more importantly, um, you know, she ain't rolling over to him ever again. 
Right. And that's that's a terrible thought. I can't imagine. Like he was literally killed in front of the vehicle he was using to change the community. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. And it, I mean, and I think that for me, it, it hits home because you've seen so many good people die mm-hmm. or people who are trying to change their lives or people who are changing other people's lives that come from our area. Like right. I can remember when they announced that Tupac got got killed mm-hmm. and I was um, at the time I was going to Paul Revere um, middle school and we were on the bus being bused back home to South and, Central um, <laughs> back to South Central <laughs> and um, um, the bus driver heard it on the radio and he turned it up and then he announced it to the whole bus and I remember I remember where we were at we were coming up Slauson and Overhill uh, coming up Slauson towards Overhill and literally, our bus just erupted in tears. Like, he had to pull the bus over. Like, we got off the bus. Kids were crying, you know, or what have you. Um, and you don't realize, you know, how somebody's music or their life or even their boldness can affect you. Right. Um, because you're looking for people to be bold. You're looking for people to stand up for injustice, uh, for somebody to say something who has a platform. And so Nipsey decided... You know, I see an injustice. I see something going wrong, and I'm going to use my platform to say something. Now, we know we have tons of rappers out there mm-hmm. who are just interested in making money. You right. know, that's it. You know, and they'll they'll say whatever is mainstream or, you know, when they when they get on an interview, they sound, you know, as, as you know, they about as smart as a doorknob. Right. But... Um, or they only get involved in cultural matters to the degree that it affects their back, their you know the bottom line or the back yeah, their pockets, their, or whatever. Yeah, their yeah. pockets or, or their safety. Right. Um, so he didn't. He doesn't have to take on these issues, but he decided to. And we all know that he was making a documentary um, mm-hmm. that uh, was about Dr. CV. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who that is, um, Dr. CV had a cure for AIDS, mm-hmm. um, and um, he was kind of like dismissed. Right. And so um, Nipsey Hussle was working on a documentary to kind of expose all this. And we know that when somebody decides to make a documentary, people get exposed. We know that with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that with, um, um, what's it called, uh, the food uh, documentary. Uh, Super Size Me. Super Size yeah. Me. Um, then they had another one that came out called, uh, um, that was about the pharmaceutical um, industry yeah, and, yeah. and what have you. So we know that with documentaries, all this information comes out. We've seen that with 13th. I feel like right. a, a lot of shout white people. Shout out to Ava. Um, yeah. yeah, shout out to Ava um, DeVernay. A lot of white people didn't understand why we are so angry or why we, we, we deserve reparations, you right. know, or things like that. But when they see that documentary, they're like, oh, yeah. now I get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, prison the pipeline. 40 acres and a mule. Right. You know, when you see Prisoner Pipeline um, and, and you see how we've been set up and mm-hmm. set back, mm-hmm. you know, you have no choice but to look at the information and be like, dang, um, you know, this world can be really, really cruel towards mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, all the conspiracy theorists are coming out now with Nipsey. Like, was it people in this community mm-hmm. or was it bigger than that because of the documentary? Yeah. I hate to, you know, this is a heavy topic, but... um. I, this is one of those days I wish I could have traded a rapper. Like, I, I mean, that's my, that was my first thought. I was traded like, a rapper. you know? Like, I just thought, I, immediately, it, this is the first thing that came to my mind after I thought about Lauren. Because when I heard the news, Rondell was on a flight coming back from Atlanta, and I was I, I was waiting all weekend for him to come home. So I'm like, ooh, he coming at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be at LAX lit. And I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? So my heart went out because I know what it is, an expectation for your man to come home. Then I was just like, God, like if, if there were a way we could substitute a rapper, and I, I was like, I would trade Lil Uzi Vert. I was like, God, can we get Nipsey back to Lil Uzi Vert? I promise you, like I, I was, I was praying for, for Lauren. I said, God, comfort this woman because she has literally lost her partner in life. Like, and then I literally was like, God, if there was any way that we could, we could offer up little Uzi Vert as, as a substitute oh, no. sacrifice. And I, and this is the thing, and you know, people, I don't know Uzi, we wouldn't really offer it. you up, but it's he wouldn't. <laughs> Nipsey was doing some good in the world. He was changing the world. Like we always, the, the great, the good ones are always martyred. Mm, Lil Uzi yeah. Bird gonna live to be a hundred and two. <laughs> leave Lil like Uzi it's not alone. right. It's just not right. So hilarious. He gonna be a hundred and two. <laughs> Still doing that little print shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on, on a walker. Right. <laughs> Anywho, um, so we're praying for uh, Nipsey's family, um, the community. 
um, everybody who, you know, who was close to him. Um, and we're also praying that new leaders will step up, you know, um, that people will use their platform um, to speak out. Don't let them die in vain, you know, Absolutely. or what have you. And, Definitely, Nipsey. We um, got you. You know, we want to pray for them and, and what have you. Um, with that said, we got some news, some new news yeah. um, that y'all might not know about Brother Patrick over here. Yeah. Um Y'all don't know, Patrick just got engaged. Clap for me. Engaged to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> to the Holy Spirit. To the Holy Spirit. Did y'all forget that today was April Fool's? Gotcha. Listen, somebody Listen, heart somebody dropped. Somebody was like, right. oh, uh, uh, wait. Uh, no, I wasn't ready. Hilarious. I thought I had more time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, everybody know what it's like when, let's say, maybe you like someone and you find out that that person gets engaged. Your heart... Oh, like when you refresh your page on social media. And <laughs> yeah, like, it's like. You didn't when... have a ring five minutes ago. How right. Did that... And that person got a ring now. You're like, wait, when did this happen? Right. Like your heart start beating fast. I missed my chance. Right. <sighs> you know, it's tough out here, man. You know, get your heart broken. Right. All right, well, what I have discovered about Patrick and Rondell, well, mostly about Patrick today, but Rondell, too, on our drive up here, their perspective or their views on women paying for dinner mm. and uh, paying for just any type of amenities in, in a dating relationship. And to my surprise, they like, if she <laughs> wanted to be with me, she got it. Absolutely. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, absolutely. Patrick had the nerve to tell me that black women are the most educated and successful demographic in this country. True story. Why she can't treat you to a good steak dinner? Oh, come I on, need, fellas, I need how y'all feel? Yes, I fellas. need a thumbs up on the page if you agree. Come on. Is that not foolery or foolery? Listen, all we saying is this: is that women are highly educated, mm -hmm. especially in our community. Mm -hmm. You know, black women are the most educated demographic of people in this country mm -hmm. uh they make more money than black men i won't say any other demographic mm -hmm. and so you know look it's like hey look if if you want to date me mm -hmm. you know and you got more money than me mm -hmm. then why not yeah man i'm a, I'm the catch come on how you feel about that today listen that's why I ain't said nothing, because I ain't got nothing to say about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mama said it's better to keep your mouth closed, but I'm thank you a fool. All he said is, is that I think what he's realizing is, is that there are a lot of women out here. <laughs> I can't keep this up. I can't keep it up. Know, April Fools right. again. We so got it's definitely you. April Fools. We were trying to figure out how to justify it. I can't keep it up. But it wasn't working. I can't keep, <laughs> what? I can't keep a straight Anybody face. Anybody who has ever watched this show know I ain't got nothing on it. I ain't paid a bill since I gave him my phone number in 2014. I ain't paid, ain't changed the tire. Um, if you've been listening, you know I can't even stand when a girl is pumping her own gas. Oh, uh, you know, so. Anywho, if y'all fell for it, um, y'all fell dumb. for it. You right, <laughs> definitely. I was trying to think of ways to argue for it, but I couldn't, I couldn't even, even come up with nothing. I couldn't even enough. think of any, any good points. Definitely not. But here's the sidebar: I guarantee you, there was one or two women who was listening who was like, "I agree. I don't see the problem. I'm <laughs> right. educated. I got money. Why? That's desperate. I can help, girl. Right. right. I can't, do I can't I help. Nothing. Right. I, I make more than him. It's okay. No, you know, I'm gonna build okay. him up, and I'm gonna make him into who I want him to. Be. I could change him. Listen, <laughs> those <laughs> words, that's a curse. I can, I can change him. Yeah. Listen, if you say those words, you are headed for destruction. Absolutely. Self-destruction. You're, You're headed, headed for self-destruction. Listen, you can try if you want to, but you're going to end up heartbroken at the end. And and you might have changed them, literally. You might have educated them, got him a great job, right. right? You groomed him. You know, he looked better now, right? right? He he speak better the whole right. time, and he was somebody else. Right. Yeah. How is changing yourself working out for you? Oh. Ooh. 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 Before we talk about changing other people, how is changing yourself working out for you? Ooh. That's that Dr. How is changing yourself That Dr. Phil, yeah. that was, yeah. How's that working out Just for you? Slid that on in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> Listen, if you can't change you, and you trying to change somebody else. Right. <sighs> yeah. It Call that a, black magic. It's an Man. exercise in futility. Man. What is it? An exercise in futility. Come on, explain that. Somebody spell that word in the comments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> explain that, please. Um. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's futile. It's mm. empty. It's worthless. It's mm. pointless. It mm. accomplishes absolutely nothing for mm. you to think that you can change somebody if it is as hard as it is for you to change yourself. Mm. So basically, Reverend Patrick. Hilarious. Um. <laughs> Uh, somebody said, cook him a meal, get your culinary skills up. 
Oh, no, don't do it. That ain't going to change him. That ain't going to change him. Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> if you start cooking for a dude that ain't yours, like he not married to you, you giving him all the benefits of marriage without actually being in one. Like, why would he? Well, how he supposed to know you can cook, though? Then this is and this is an honest question. Now, I if, trick Invite him to a party mm-hmm. where you cooked. Oh, God. Don't be That's cooking for him one-on-one. Got it. Like, you taking meals to his house, to oh, his no. job. You invite him over after work because you know he had a long day, put right. his feet up. Like, you giving him all the benefits of marriage without actually committing to you. Babe, I, I was just in the neighborhood. I figured I'd drop off this Cornish hen for you while you was at work. Crazy. A whole Deranged. hen. Wait, don't so Patrick, do somebody ever dropped you off a Cornish hen? Negative. I don't eat Cornish. <laughs> Cornish, Cornish hens and hot dogs in the same category. <laughs> I love Cornish hens. Patrick. You don't eat Cornish hens. <laughs> the whole hen for me? <laughs> the whole hen. Listen, if you cooking for them, listen, dudes like to be comfortable. And once you comfortable, it's hard to move them out of that comfort zone. So, mm. you know, if you move in and you start cooking and y'all joint bank accounts and the whole nine, it's very hard for him to move out of that space. Like, he's like, no, everything is good. Matter of fact, half the time it don't work out when you move into marriage after that. And he's like, no, we were actually together for 10 years. Then we got married for two years and then right. we got divorced and we were no longer together. Right. Like, Dang. I was on the same cell phone plan and everything. Yeah. That's hard when you broke up and y'all got to pay your cell phone together. I've Man, been come on. Terrible. I'm like, bro, you going to pay your Never. bill or what? Come, <laughs> I've done it before. Never. Terrible. I've done it before. I was on the same cell phone bill as my girlfriend when Ooh. I was in college. And once we broke up, uh-huh. now like she like calling me for her it's half like, of the... It's you like know a kid, I mean? kind of. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> you going to come take care of man-man? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I remember I lost my phone and I needed to call the company to get a new phone, right? Uh-huh. And it, this was at the time where you kind of you had to say the person's social security number to get access wow. to the person for your phone. Mm-hmm. She would not give me her social security number anymore. Wow. I was like, "Dang, you like you think I'm going to do you like that?" Right. She would not give it to me. Petty lost all trust in you. We not together. I agree. If we ain't together. That's crazy. Listen, you can't get my social security number. I was a moral guy. I just need I was like, I just need the number so I can get into the system. That's all I needed. All right, let's jump on our topic. Anywho, sorry. <laughs> so our topic for today cuz this is what we do on the whole right up here. Right. Our topic for today is actually fire. So if you start enjoying it, please share it cuz I think that this information that these brothers are going to share is going to be um, fundamental for women. So Patrick and Rondell are going to have a bit of dialogue about how to cover a woman emotionally and so about mm. two years ago they randomly started having this conversation we were at, at church and um they just started talking about it and i filmed it and so then i posted it on my instagram and i got hundreds of hits women were inboxing me and so as a married woman you realize you want your husband to protect you provide for you and be there for you but you realize that at some point you're slightly frustrated because you need to be covered emotionally too and being covered emotionally isn't paying a bill Co- being covered emotionally isn't even sex or touch it's literally emotionally covering me covering the thing that you can't physically see mm-hmm. but you can feel and sometimes it's even hard as a woman to fully articulate that mm-hmm. so they're going to discuss um patrick is single um you know looking to be married praise the lord praise and the lord. so he has his ideas and perspectives rondell has his from a married man's perspective but most of all that's so important as a woman what i realized that i needed more than him supporting me financially um as i needed to be emotionally supported and so as a woman coming from a single parent home with my life experiences i needed emotional covering more than i needed anything and so i didn't know how to articulate that and he had to get the revelation that that's what i was asking for without knowing that that's what i was asking for Mm. so let's let these brothers talk about emotionally covering a woman in a relationship Mm. well let's um talk about the why first absolutely like you can't have a uh, a great relationship or marriage unless she is emotionally covered. Like, you can't. Like, you will argue every day. She won't understand you. Mm-hmm. You won't understand her. You will constantly go back and forth. I think that she's crazy because she's mad about something that I think is trivial. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever she's angry about, it really dates back to her past or right. something she's been through. Right. Um, it could be a father wound. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She didn't have a father. Um, she never seen her parents interact mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, and I'm trying to figure it out. And what happens when you go into a relationship, it don't have to just be marriage, but a relationship or marriage is you go in with these silent expectations. Exactly. Right. right? Yep. And you also have an expectation of yourself. Like 
you'll tell yourself what you need to do to please this other person. Mm -hmm. They haven't told you. You just know, okay, I know that if I go to work and I come straight home and I'm not cheating, this person's going to be satisfied. Right. And what happens if that's not enough? A, a critical element of disappointment is un is unarticulated expectations. Right. Right. So I have and I and I operate in this kind of should space. Right. Where like the way I think things should be or the way I think right. things should go and I never articulate never and I definitely don't come into a conversation with my spouse or, you know, significant other about what it is, what right. it actually is. So we have to operate in the in the isness of it rather than the the shoulds. Right. Because otherwise, as long as you stay in the shoulds, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Right. So explain the, the shoulds and the, and the is's. Okay. So the shoulds are like, I should be this kind of person. I should be doing this. She should be doing that. Right. She should say this. And you literally should all over your relationship. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Shitting all over right. Like, like right. My relationship smells like right. should. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but as opposed, like no, this is who this person is mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. If this person never changes for the rest of their lives until death do, does us part, mm -hmm. this is what it is. Right. And how do we then navigate and move forward and find a way to chart a course successfully? Right. Based on what is. Right. Not on what I think should be or how this or I think this person should behave. Right. Or how they should respond. But right. how are they actually right now? Right. You you romanticize it like you exactly. you, you fantasize about it. Right. It's projecting. Yeah. Right, you project your ideal onto a person, and then you say meet that expectation. Right, but in some extent, you never fully articulate that expectation. Right, not at all. Yeah, and women don't articulate that expectation mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Like they, they almost just want you to know. Right. So you, you hear like the popular saying, you know, I can't read your mind. Right. Right. And she's like, well, you're not following the patterns. You know what I mean? Like, like I've told you this several times. Right. Like, You've never told me that. Never. Right. And you find yourself like me and today went to counseling. We went to group counseling. Mm -hmm. We went to individual counseling. Mm -hmm. We went to marriage seminars all before we got married. And it still wasn't enough for me to understand how to cover her emotionally. Mm -hmm. It's like something you got to learn on the job. Right. Right. So you have to be committed to learning this person. Right. With all the frustrations, with everything that goes wrong, I'm committed to understanding that I need to understand who she is mm -hmm. and how do I function with her um, based on who she is right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I our biggest issues in marriage were me not understanding what she's saying to me. Like, right. I feel like she's speaking a totally different language, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that stems from the fact that I never seen my father cover my mom right. emotionally. Right. Right? You can have two parents that have been married for years and never see your father cover your mom emotionally. Mm -hmm. And since a large demographic of us have grown up with a single-parent mom, mm -hmm. mostly mom, yeah. um, uh, or home, you never get experience like that, mm -hmm. right? How does my father respond to my mom when she is emotionally off the charts, right? Right. right. Um, where where nobody understands what's going on with her, but he knows how to console her and exactly. calm her down. Exactly. Um, that's not something I've ever seen. Right. I've seen men provide. I've seen men be at home. Mm -hmm. I've seen men be... Um, 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 committed to their mm -hmm. relationship and mm -hmm. their wife, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, you see men ignore their wives. Right. Right. You see them neglect them. Right. right? You see them say, look, I bring the money home mm -hmm. and that should be good enough. Mm -hmm. Right. But you don't get to see how this man covers her. Right. How he talks to her, how when she cries, he consoles her. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. How he tries his hardest to understand what it is she's going through emotionally. Right. You don't get to, you, like, we didn't grow up seeing that in men. Right. I think um, something that changed in our marriage is I, I have, a, I'm a server. I'm a servant leader. So in every, and anybody who's in a relationship with me, you know, if we clean in, we clean in, if we, I'm with it. And so early in our marriage, um, in, in our family dynamic, I would serve a lot of people in Rondell's family because that's how, that's, that's how I was raised and it wouldn't be a bad thing. But I don't serve to be thank you, but I appreciate a thank you. I appreciate I see you. Mm -hmm. And so it began to be like as if it was an expectation. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm out serving other people. Other mm -hmm. people aren't doing what I'm doing. Right. But the attitude, so it began to hurt my feelings. And I'm like, dang, like I you don't gotta you don't even have to ask when there's a need. I 
I believe that it, you people shouldn't have to ask. If you see that there's a need, you should offer. So I'm giving, I'm serving, I'm available. I've always been a stay-at-home wife or own my business at home. So I was flexible to do things, but it wasn't it wasn't an attitude of gratitude. It was just like, oh, you're supposed to be doing it, girl, you know. And so I, it started to hurt me. And so Rondell was like, no more. And so it was one of the first times I seen him emotionally cover me. Mm-hmm. He said, you you can't be, even though this is my family mm-hmm. and I do mm-hmm. know that they love you, they don't know how to appreciate you and right. I'm not going to emotionally allow mm-hmm. them to continue to do this to exactly you. Exactly right. So it went from me being in a position of servitude and giving and helping to my husband saying absolutely not because they don't have the capacity or the ability to acknowledge right. that you, yet you're sharing a gift. Mm-hmm. And so it was the first time where I was able to tangibly say this is what a woman needs right. because we will, and, I'm, and, and, and not to say, oh, she's so weak and she just going to give and serve mm-hmm. oh she precious oh bless her heart <laughs> right no not at all but it's the same thing like that, that makes us pursue a man who isn't pursuing us because when we one track mind we one track mind and most of us are go-getters that's how we survive being mm-hmm. women of color in this country mm-hmm. so it's not a bad thing but it also sometimes can be misguided and it leaves us emotionally fragmented right. and so in my marriage i began to see my husband help me make decisions that would not leave me emotionally scarred right. and so it was a it was it become a pleasure but again i didn't see that and i didn't even know that and sometimes i see my we have a friend couple where i see her husband trying to emotionally guard her mm-hmm. but because she's been through so much she 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 blows up on him yeah she right. doesn't know he's like yeah. i foresee this coming yeah. let me let me help you let me save you but she got on her big girl panties and refuses to let him do that right. so even in that i had to accept like it was like are you trying to control me you trying to say i can't help right. you trying to and it wasn't that not at all i'm trying to say that i see emotionally this is hurting you and i love you so i'm deciding that this isn't best for you and, right. or best for us because we're right. one and and women are go getters, mm-hmm. like it on on a level that I don't even know if if men can understand. Like right. it's so funny because what I realize about like great organizations, like these huge like Fortune one hundred companies mm-hmm. or what have you, if you walk inside, who's running the place? Mm-hmm. It's all women. Mm-hmm. Like you walk around, like it might be men at the top, which is still not uh, it's still not right. Right, but they're running the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What women are go getters and. What I realized as a man, one of the keys you need to be able to do with your wife is to stop her. Mm. Like to say, no, mm. you can't give anymore. Mm-hmm. You you can't go over here, mm-hmm. right? You need to rest. You need to sit down. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is when a woman gives of herself so much, mm. she ends up angry and bitter right. on the back end, right. right? And when they get angry and bitter, it's coming back on you yeah. as the husband. right? Listen, you're the one that's going to get it at home, right? <laughs> but I also think that as a man, it starts with you recognizing that as a single man. Yeah. And you can't recognize that as a single man if you take whatever woman's willing to give you. Exactly. Talk about exactly. that. Like, I want to go back because I think it's important that we establish like a working definition for what it means to cover a woman emotionally. And mm-hmm. I think fundamentally based on what we're saying, it's like it's creating uh, – an environment, foster an environment that's conducive for her growth. Yeah. Mm. Emotionally, spiritually, personally, right. just if, create an environment that's conducive for her well-being right. and her and her long-term, you know, benefit. Right. Um, but understanding that as a as a single person Man, is critical because to. it all because you address the why, but you also have to address be willing to address the willingness of the man to do this. Right. That part. Because you, you, you meet a lot of women. As a man, you meet a lot of women. Right. Women meet a lot of men. But you have to ask yourself, am I willing to emotionally cover this? Woman? Right. Yeah. Like, that's a fundamental question. Yeah. Because if I'm not willing, then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because you're going to have problems, issues, whatever you want to call it. Right. In, in any relational context. But you got to ask yourself, am I, is this the person I'm willing right. to go through the, the, the slings and arrows right. with or that's, for? That's the specific question I asked myself before I proposed to Tanae. Right. Am I willing to take on her emotional baggage? Yep. Is it something I can handle? Mm-hmm. Everybody has it, but you got to ask yourself, the person that you're choosing, are you willing to jump in the ring with this person? Right. Right? And what happens with most guys is they're not mature enough in their singleness mm-hmm. to tell a woman no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they're givers. Women, women will give and give and give and give. Mm-hmm. Right? So there aren't very many guys out there, if a girl likes them, it's going to say, look, I don't like you like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should be spending money on me. Right. I don't think you should be spending time with me because you're going to get emotionally attached mm-hmm. and that's not going to be good for you. Right. And I'm going to be able to move on. Right. Which means that it's going to leave you heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Right. So not very many men have that ability. Right. So women have to be careful 
about extending themselves so much mm-hmm. in their singleness mm-hmm. because a guy will receive all of that stuff and wh- while you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, then you find yourself depleted, mm-hmm. right? And angry. In a very real sense, it's hard for men to say no. Yeah. You know? Weenies. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, it's hard for men it's, to say no. We're, we're actually more inclined to passivity than yeah. aggression. Yeah. Count, c- contrary to what most people think, we're actually more inclined to passivity and just kind of allow things to kind of go, yep. you know. Yep. We're actually more inclined that way. But Yeah. No, it's, it's true. No, I, it's absolutely I, true. You can, actually, you can know a, a dude and a girl that's been kicking it for months. And in her mind, they've been together. They got mm-hmm. a relationship. And mm-hmm. he's like, now nah, we've been kicking it. Because he's yeah. been in that passive mode. He's, he's never said like, anything concrete about anything. No, he's mm-hmm. never said concrete about nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's a uh, um, it's dangerous, too, because women will translate that relationship emotionally mm. while a man says, I have never said anything out of my mouth to say that we're in a relationship. Right. And so and he he's thinking in his mind, you got this understanding mm-hmm. and then three months of hanging out. And then she like, so um, so I'm talking about we huh? moving in together. And huh? he like, what? Wait. Moving in. <laughs> he like, wait, uh. Where where I been? I was somewhere right. wrong. You know, we're friends. I got a roommate. Yeah, like <laughs> a girl. What? Right. Yeah. You know I what live mean? with my girlfriend. <laughs> right. That, that part. You know what I mean? Where she, where she gonna go? Man, it's it's crazy. We, we already on the same cell phone. <laughs> like she and she's offering it. Yeah. That's the like. This is the the I guess the the paradox is she's offering mm-hmm. and you're accepting mm-hmm. and you don't realize that she feels like you owe her something, mm. right? And it feels like she's offering it with no strings attached right? because you haven't made any declarations towards mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely emotional strings attached, yep. and the Ex- next man is going to experience that when he marries her. Unarticulated, going back, unarticulated expectations yeah. mm-hmm. is, is critical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth. Say something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And women... We have to acknowledge on the other end of that is like, you know, they were saying is that Rondell had to ask himself, can I emotionally handle her baggage? You have to be honest with where you are because mm-hmm. you have to give him time to grow and process your baggage. So Rondell was getting a wife with two sets of daddy issues. My dad abandoned me and my sister's dad raised me. But he he was a good man. But we got a lot of daddy issues from him as well. So I got double set of daddy issues. I was raised by a successful single mom. I grew up in church. I was kind of religious. Little, you know what I mean? So he was, I was, I had been in past relationships. So men had hurt me multiple times. So I had to be real with the fact that he going to get a lot and I have to be patient with him if he doesn't emotionally handle me properly every single time. Right. Oh, that's good. And I had to give him grace. And I will, and I will let her do things not realizing there were going to be repercussions afterwards. Mm. Right. So in my mind it's harmless. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, you can do the dishes again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, um, you volunteered to take out the trash. Right. Right? Um, no, I don't feel like going to work today because you cook for me. Uh-huh. Right? And the whole time while she's doing it, mm-hmm. you're thinking everything is good. But you're you're pulling from her mm-hmm. all of these resources mm-hmm. and things that you're not putting back into mm-hmm. it. So while you think everything is okay, then there's a blow up. Right. And you like, where'd this blow up come from? Everything was good. You were smiling while you were making me breakfast. Right. You were smiling while and it's like, no, you were constantly drawing all these things from her. Right. And you were supposed to recognize it. She wasn't supposed to tell you. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to wake up one day and say, I got everything. Right. And that's recognizing her emotionally. Right. When she starts to get tired, you're supposed to wake up one day and say, I got the dishes, I got mm-hmm. breakfast, I'm gonna take out the trash, right. I'm gonna keep this house clean, and I'm gonna go to work. Right. Right. And, and covering that that's where it becomes kind of in in an action word mm-hmm. versus me just saying, Baby, are you okay? Right. Um, can you know, uh um, do you want to pray? Yeah. You know, she's like, No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, well let's read this word. And she's like, How about we exercise this this right. word? Right. And you don't know where her frustration is coming from, but it's because she's been pouring herself mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's again, it's the same thing that happens when you are single. Yeah. Um I I, I have the thing is you don't you don't when you're talking about like taking on emotional baggage, the thing is you don't know every bag that you're taking on. Right. right. It's like based on the baggage I've seen. Yeah. And the, I like, am I willing to move forward knowing that there's baggage that just, I haven't seen that that's going? Seen. I'm gonna have to deal with that. You can't see until you're married. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And yeah. then the other thing is like kind of what y'all mentioned, like this idea of like, uh, like the Bible talks about love not keeping a tab. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Because because the, the the idea is that. If love keeps a tab, at some point somebody got to pay the bill. Yeah. 
You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm doing these things for you, but in my mind, yeah. you're building up a tab. Yeah. And one day I'm gonna get sick and mm-hmm. you gotta pay. Come on. And <laughs> you're like, <laughs> come on. You're like, I didn't even know you was keeping keeping yeah. a tab on my on my account. Yep. And then you find out and it's like, no. Yeah. Payment is due come today. On. It's the to- first. Today. It's the first. And she didn't showed up at your house. Yeah. She beating on your mama's house. She calling all your phones. <laughs> right. Payment is today. Yes. Yes. She on your Facebook page spreading all your business because right. <laughs> you you thought that you was getting away with a whole right. lot of no, stuff. No, no, no. You and now you like she crazy. It's like no, she ain't crazy. She ain't crazy. She's emotionally bankrupt. Mm-hmm. She don't she don't have no more to give. And she, I, I I definitely would love to go back to the point where men are passive and don't know how to say mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. because I think yeah. what men don't fully understand about the feminine race or the female gender is that as much as we say we're not doing it because we want something back. Baby, we doing it because we want something back. Absolutely. I'm literally touching you because I want you to touch me. I'm kissing you because I want you to see that my kiss is special. Mm -hmm. I'm giving to you because I want you to see that I'm not unique. There is no, and it's not that we're trying to, we are trying to bait you. You know what I mean? Like, because it's innate. The way Mm. a woman is created is that she, you know, and and this is, you know, it could be up for debate, Uh but we all are Bible believers that Eve was created for Adam. Mm -hmm. Now her sole purpose is in God, but her manifestation purpose is in Adam. And so she's better with him. I'm playing the organ. You don't. Right. You see five year old little girls winking in kindergarten because it's inner. You and the have boy have her. no clue. Right. You don't have to teach her to be She kicking him. He like she really don't like me. Like right. we like she clearly likes you. He right. like yeah. huh? Nah. <laughs> no, it's true because it's in us. It, it, it is what it is, and it's not even always being sexual or being fast. Literally, a five year old girl she knows nothing about sex. She knows nothing about intimacy, but she knows that there's something right about what, how I look at him, mm-hmm. and that's perfectly normal, and that's okay. And so when we're doing this, this is in our hearts. It's not just that we're trying to make you our man. We we it's in us. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Unitha El Muhammad just made a good point. She said we want acknowledgement and praise. We do, mm-hmm. and we want to. That is that is the oldest. My favorite book is a story about a woman who was in the best power position. Yeah, and her enemy told her, "I I can make you better." She yeah. was already the best yeah. because. It is in us to want to be acknowledged, especially about a man by a man that we are interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't listen. Y'all, this is a guy's honest truth. I'm going to get real frank. I have been towed up from the floor for about the last two years. My husband met me as a completely different woman. Slimmer. Everything was different. She looks amazing. Y'all. Exactly. Because if he said, I don't give Look a hoot with nobody else. The boost said, is real. Boom. <laughs> you better boost your boost. He probably needs to tell me to get it boost together. Boost yeah, My God, that is boom. on here. He be telling me to get it together. Boost it, boost. But, uh, he, but this is the point. Because once I'm locked into you, when nobody else says matters, that's how important you are. So because you are the only one that matters, if you don't say it, then it's empty. Nobody else can tell me I'm beautiful and it does to me what he does to me. Everybody in this room can praise me, but the only praises I'm hearing is my man. So if my man isn't fulfilling his purpose, I'm wounded. Mm -hmm. So when I'm giving to him, sometimes I'm doing it to get a response. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally have, I'm, everybody knows that I'm pregnant, and I have terrible, terrible, like, morning sickness all day long. I mean, terribly, I'm down 33 pounds. Praise the Lord. However you want to take this weight off, you do it. (laughs) However, I literally went out Saturday night throwing up. at the. My friend took me to the nail shop. I was super sick because I wanted a pedicure so that when my man came home, he could compliment my feet. My man liked feet. So it was so important to me. Like, hair ain't done. Cold in my eye, but my toes was painted because we did it. I didn't. I could care less what my feet look like, but I wanted his acknowledgement. Come back home. I'm just saying Uh, (laughs) because I did it because I wanted his acknowledgement. I wanted his acknowledgement, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. That doesn't make you weak. That doesn't make you frail. That makes you all feminine and all beautiful. But men need to understand that when we do these things, that is what we're looking for to be reciprocated. So if you allow her to do these things, but it's not in your heart to reciprocate, you are literally taking from her mm-hmm. and actually taking from another man who could receive and from you, her. And you think that it's harmless, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard uh, uh, Ron Carpenter talk about this one time and he was saying that um, um, he'd come home from work, you know, and his wife, you know, cooked dinner, you know, and he said his wife wants to converse with him. She wants to talk about it, mm-hmm. right? And, and she says, you know, I'll cook today. He's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he said she starts talking. He said early on in that marriage, like like he would check out, mm-hmm. you know, and that would make her frustrated, right. right? Right. He said, but reality is this is what she would say. She said, today I dropped the kids off, and then when I dropped the kids off, I went and I actually got my own gas. And after I got my own gas, I went to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and I bought this, and I did that. Then from there, um, um, there was an accident, and I waited in the accident. Then I got home, and I hurried up and put the stuff on the stove, yeah. and I started cooking. And what he was saying was, 
She wanted you to know everything she went through so that you can get this meal on the table. Exactly right. And she wanted you to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. right? That's all you needed to do. Acknowledge all that it took for you to get to this point to get mm-hmm. these greens, beans, tomatoes, hey. right? Like, hey, <laughs> like hey, acknowledge hey. me, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And for the single men out there, Listen, don't accept nothing from a woman that you don't if you don't want to take on her emotional baggage. Exactly. Like exactly. don't accept it. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I I remember I was I was talking to this girl. Like we went talking. Throwing up gang signs. Talking to And this girl. um she I mean, invited me out to uh um go to Magic Mountain with her like a group of friends, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um at the time, like I didn't want to go because I just I I wasn't financially in a place where I should have been going anyway. Mm. And I didn't believe in a woman paying for me. You know, but she like literally was like, please, please go. When we got there, she handed me like five hundred dollars. <laughs> And was like, this is our spending money. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm uncomfortable. Wait, did she right? say our spending money? Yeah, like our we spending money, right? Yeah, you know what Giant I mean? <laughs> 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 and I was so uncomfortable, right? And so we go around the She's like, you hungry? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You hungry? No, nah, I'm good. She's like, let's just go in here and get panda. You were starving, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm hungry, but I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Right. So uh, she literally forced me to get Panda Express. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to get it. Right. Because she's a giver. They, like, they will unless you stop them, right? right? And when we got back, she tried to take off. Um, she tried to leave my house without getting the money. Like literally, I was like, you didn't get your money. And and I had to, like she took off and I was like, You gotta come get your money. Right. She's like, No, 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 you just no, here. Whoa. Come get your you know, whatever was left over because she had me holding on to it at the park. And I was like, No, this is yours. So you I ain't need got to no take pockets. this. You know, I ain't got no pockets. I ain't got no pockets. And as a dude, <laughs> I think that you have to be that aggressive about stopping a woman from giving to you because if you don't, she will. She If she wow. likes you and she wants to be with you, she's going to give you the best parts of her mm-hmm. and, and even her treasure. And I think that it's it, it's in a, a, the integrity and the character of a man mm-hmm. to say, no, mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's a good inclination of the integrity of the man, yeah. to your point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his ability to say no. His ability to even... If 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 something's kind of going awry for himself, for him, his willingness to interject himself into your life to to provide solutions or wisdom or advice or things from his own experience to then share that with them, protect you, kind of like yeah. you're saying, like yeah. his his willingness to do that is right. indicative of how serious he is about you, of his interest and his willingness to cover you, right? Based off the information that he knows, even yeah. in, even in a, even in a single slash you know dating phase, right? Yeah. I mean, and I've seen this in marriages. I've seen where women are it, it, it applies in single life in a marriage where they are giving their husbands everything, and he doesn't he doesn't see that even in this it doesn't change because we're married. I'm still looking for you to give me back what I give you. Come on, I still got a pedicure, sick as a dog. Come on. I throw up so much, I constantly am dehydrated and got a little mm. bit of a fever. But I was sitting there like, listen. Suzanne, right. get them cuticles right. because boo coming home tonight. Right. Because it's that important. And so even in a marriage, I need there's I still need that from my husband. It didn't oh. change because we're married. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change that I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. It don't change that we buy in the house. It don't change that I'm on his insurance policy. Mm-hmm. This is literally what I need because insurance policies <laughs> are important, ladies. Yeah. And um, don't don't romanticize it. Yes, so let's don't you know, let's it. end on that. Like right. as a woman, you can't expect a man to be that good. Like, mm-hmm. this is the reality. This is mm-hmm. how you get your heart broken. Right, you think that he's gonna stop you when he knows that he should. Wrong. You heard the word should. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Shouldn't all over the place. He should instead mm-hmm. of who he is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You giving him too much credit. Like he's not gonna stop you. So the only thing you can do to protect yourself, ladies, is don't do it. Right. Don't don't extend yourself past what's required. If he want to take you out, let him take you out. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't take over his business after he didn't took you out. Because you a guru at it, you know what I mean. Don't don't do that. Um, um, he can't cook well, so you gonna give him cooking lessons. Like right. don't do that. It's too much. And the onus on the guys is look, don't take from her. Right. Leave it alone. You know it. It, it might sound have like some integrity, brothers. Have some integrity. Have mm-hmm. some character. Stand mm-hmm. on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got it, don't be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, if you ain't ready for it, tell her I ain't ready for it. And if right. he say he ain't ready for it, right. Don't try to maneuver him into it right. and trick him into a relationship because now you're trying to spend time with him as friends. Right. Like, no, we, you know, let's just go out as friends. Don't right. do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that we don't add value to one another's lives, but it's also exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Don't do it, man. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Cover yourself. Yes. Um, and in marriage, I tell you this: the the emotions, uh, the, all the experiences that you both had before, are are going to be hashed out. Uh, mm-hmm. I had an old pastor tell me one time. He said, "If you want to mature, get married." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> He's like, no, like if you really want to mature and, and you want to see what you made of, you mm-hmm. want to see what your character and your integrity is really like, mm-hmm. get married. Baby. Um, <laughs> Baby. He's like, you want to be Baby. tested? Go ahead and, and do that. Because you, it allows this other person to see the flaws in you that you don't see Ooh. and the ones that you're trying to cover up. Right. And it's magnified. Right. A person constantly gets to judge you yeah. over and over again. Yeah. All those things you were able to hide from your girlfriend. Yeah. You can't hide no more, hmm. right? You now it may it, it may take a while for them all to come out, but they gonna come out. Um, and you gotta be with somebody who's spiritually mature enough, absolutely, um, to take on your baggage and say, mm-hmm. "I'm still with you. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I got this." You know, that's what I mean? the commitment. The commitment. That's the that's love. The commitment. Yeah. All right, y'all. We running out of time. This your girl Tanae Denise Eskridge. I got my boy Jay Patrick Wise over here. My handsome husband, Rondell Eskridge. This is Saints and Thugs. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow us, like, and share. Mm. We're trying to get our fan base up. We're spitting knowledge and truth. We have the heavenly South Central perspective. Mm. Um, follow us on our Instagram page, Saints and Thugs Show. We out and remember to brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. It's the first of the month. Change your toothbrush. Mm, April Fools. My guy woke me up. Oh. My guy bought the jugs. My guy bought the wheels. <laughs> Got me out that bus. Oh. My guy, she look good. Oh. Right here in my hood. Oh. I got out my slip. <laughs> my guy understood. Yeah. My God, I'm too trill. My God, I'm too ill. My God gave me talent, so my God got a deal. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.